But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. Bill Higgins has seen the highest highs and the lowest lows, but he's faced it all with a never-quit never attitude. You might as well strike out swinging because you ain't going to hit a home run if you don't swing, and you're not even going to have a chance at it if you don't step up to the plate. He wants to help you overcome whatever adversity you are dealing with in your own life. There are no limits to what your dreams can be. By sharing stories of redemption and strategies on living the best life you can live. Are you looking for some motivation and inspiration to get you on the path to success? Quitting is a learned behavior, not a natural behavior. Our natural instinct is to not quit. But we learn to quit because people talk us out of our dreams. You've come to the right place. These are the Comeback Chronicles. Welcome back to the Comeback Chronicles. Welcome back to all my never quitters and comebackers. This is Bill Higgins coming to you from my bunker where we are social distancing and quarantining and just trying to survive this coronavirus. So, uh, I'm excited about today's episode. I've uh, talked a little bit before about some of the things that I was doing to, um, you know, uh, do things with my kids, do things at home. I told you before we were introducing them to some of the 80s classics. And about two weeks ago, we watched The Karate Kid. And as I was watching it, I started taking notes about a podcast I wanted to put together. Uh, And I've been working on that on and off for the last two weeks about some ideas I wanted to put in here. I'm going to talk about that right now. But before I get into that, a couple things I want to talk about. Uh, I've been posting some of the podcasts on YouTube. Uh, We have a YouTube channel. It's under Never Quit, the Never Quit YouTube channel. Um, And uh, I, uh, my my daughter Sarah's been working with me on that. She's been editing the podcasts, uh, putting them together here, you know, kind of putting some text to it. Um, one of the things she's been very critical with me about is that I don't look at the camera as much as I should, according to her, uh, when I'm recording it. Well, what I was really recording was I was recording the behind the scenes of me doing the podcast, so to speak. Um, so I, I've been toying with a couple ideas. I really did. I tried to just record the the podcast as a video, but I really didn't like the way the audio was coming out for the podcast. So. I'm toying with a couple different things. I got a different camera angle today, so uh, if you watch this on the YouTube channel, you'll see a different camera angle. And uh, you know, like I said when I started this podcast, all the way back to episode one of the Never Quit podcast, this is a work in progress, and I want my audience to grow with me to see me work through this as it grows. So it's not going to be perfection, and honestly, I'll probably never hit perfection. Um, you know, we we always strive to get better. My brother uh, is working on starting a gym, or he has a gym in his house. Uh, it's called the Heavy Hitters Barbell Club, and I just saw yesterday he started an Instagram page. So I'm putting a plug out there to him for this. Uh, and uh, I, you know, I, I, I've said this before, and I say it again and again. You know, uh, done is better than perfect, right? So um, what we got to do is just get started. And I've been, you know, working on this thing for the last uh, almost a year now since I launched the Never Quit Podcast, and I think every day it gets better. We keep working on it, keep striving to get better. I love your feedback. I love your thoughts and your commentary. Um, 
And uh, yeah, let me know what you think of the uh, video, the audio, what you like better, what you like about some, what you like about what you don't like. Uh, the only way I can get better is by getting some constructive criticism. So uh, I always say this. If you have something nice to say, put it out there publicly. If you have something uh, that's going to be harsh, tell me privately and uh, I'll work on it. So uh, let me know what you think. I got the video here. It's a little bit more of a close-up. I put a different angle into it and uh, I'm talking a little more into the camera. I think um, I think that'll be well-received. At least Sarah will be happier that I'm doing it that way. So anyway, so what I have for you today is 13 lessons from the Karate Kid. Why 13? Well, I'm going to tell you. Number one, 13 is my lucky number. I think we should all have a lucky number. Uh, if you, if you, every once in a while I say to ask somebody what their lucky number is and they'll tell me they don't have one. Well, get one. Um, having a lucky number makes it a lot easier when you're uh, at the casino uh, and you don't know what number to play. you got a lucky number to play. Um, when you're on a baseball team, softball team, getting a jersey made for something and they need a number, you'll have a number to give them. Uh, when I was a kid and I played baseball, basketball, 13 was always my number. Um, and uh, as my little brother Dennis got older, I was really proud to see him adopt that same number. Made me feel like he was watching his big brother as he was growing up. So uh, we both have the same lucky number. But the other reason is, uh, it, it, the number two reason why I'm using 13 lessons from the Karate Kid is I plan on putting these lists together from time to time. Everybody has a top 10 list. David Letterman started out, I guess, uh, the top 10 from the Tonight Show with David Letterman. But... Um, Top 10 is always difficult for me because there's always one or two more I want to put on there and i got to you know, consolidate and take them off. Plus, I think 13 makes it a little more unique. So I'm going to put out my 13 lessons from the Karate Kid um, and uh, let me know what you think. So number one, things will happen beyond our control. Daniel LaRusso was forced to move from the comfort of his home in Newark, New Jersey uh, to the uh, South Spas condominiums in Reseda, California. And to make matters worse, after his mother talked endlessly about the pool that was going to be at the, uh, at the apartment complex when he arrived, the pool was bone dry and out of commission. Did he complain? Yeah, he complained a lot. Uh, he, uh, he, he complained too much probably, especially in the beginning of the movie. But these were things that he had absolutely no control over. And he wasted a lot of time complaining about it. So even though in the end uh, he would have been ultimately, actually what I'm trying to say is in the end he never would have been crowned uh, the All-Valley Karate Champion uh, had he not moved to Reseda, California. Um, he complained a lot. But the, the lesson to be learned there is when things happen that are beyond our control, we need to spend as little time as possible complaining about it. Just accept it. Move on. Look for look for the opportunity and find your own All-Valley Karate Championship. Number two, fitting in as, is very hard. Fitting in is hard. You know, Daniel struggles to make new friends as an outsider. We've been all been in that situation at some point in our lives, not just being the new kid in school, maybe being the first day at a new job, being at a party where you only know the guy who invited you. Uh, there are so many times in life where we feel like a fish out of water. But remember, it's happened to everyone at some point. And you know, because of this, you should go out of your way to make the newcomer feel welcome. They'll never forget the person that made them feel most welcome at the party. So Daniel struggled to fit in. Um, and uh, th this movie just kind of shows that human aspect uh, to moving out of your environment into a new environment. Number three, friends will run. Friends will run. 
but you are not in this thing alone, and you'll often find support in the most unlikely places. You might might remember uh, Freddie Fernandez met Daniel when he moved into the South Spas condominiums, and he invited him to a beach party very beginning of the movie and when the cobra guys showed up and smacked daniel around on the beach a little bit um freddie bailed so did his other friends they actually made fun of daniel called him that's where the, the moniker karate kid came from they laughed at him called him the karate kid etc etc because he got beat up uh by the cobra guys you know but in the end daniel found the only friend he'd ever need in the little old maintenance man who could barely speak english so in your time of need Friends will surface, and they won't be the ones you're expecting. So just be ready to receive them when they when they appear. You know, just be ready to receive those friends as they appear. And um, like I said, they'll come in the most unexpected places. Number four, be a man. Be a man. Now I know this sounds sexist, um, and I don't mean that in a sexist way. What I really mean is stand up for yourself, but more importantly, stand up for those who need a fighter. You know, Daniel was the only one who stood up to Johnny when he smashed Allie with an eyes radio, right? Uh, There's a whole crowd of people there just standing around, but no one stood up for Allie as this guy was pushing her around. Don't be a coward. Do what's right no matter what, no matter what those consequences are. And that's exactly what Daniel did in that circumstances. Um, And I think that's what made him such a lovable character. Number five, keep getting up and moving forward. You know, if you remember in the movie, after Daniel took his first beating, uh, the next morning he got up, he put his sunglasses on to hide the bruises from his mom. He got ready for school. He didn't lay around licking his wounds, wallowing in self-pity. He took it in stride and prepared to face his enemies again and again and again. And the key here is as long as you get up one more time than you got knocked down, you're a winner. You're a winner, and Daniel proved to be a winner very early on in the movie when he refused to say, stay down every time uh, he got beat up. Number six, creativity. If you remember, Daniel said the only way he would go to the Halloween dance was as the Invisible Man. So what did Mr. Miyagi do? He got creative with the Halloween costume. He dressed Daniel up as a shower. He had the shower curtain around him. Uh, so nobody could see who he was. He was disguised behind the curtain. He even got a chance to make out on the dance floor with Allie uh, behind the safe confines of a curtain. So sometimes you just got to be creative and uh, you know look for a solution uh, in, in unusual places. Obviously, the Invisible Man wasn't possible, but uh, Mr. Miyagi, the creative genius that he was, came up with the shower costume. Number seven, take time to evaluate your situation. Buy time to prepare. You know, Daniel uh, wanted Mr. Miyagi to go to the Cobra Kai's dojo and tell them to just leave him alone completely. Uh, Mr. Miyagi said, how about you leave him alone until the tournament? Um, and then he'll fight him, and he'll fight uh, Johnny at the tournament or fight the Cobra Kai's at the tournament. And, uh, you know, Daniel didn't like that idea at first. He said, what are you doing now? I got to fight this guy again. Um, but what Mr. Miyagi was doing was just buying time. You know, sometimes we just need to do that. Buy time to, to evaluate our situation, prepare, um, and uh, make things make the best of the situation. Uh, it, it looks like um, the, the timeline of that movie, he's at the Halloween uh, party, so we got in the, the All-Valley tournaments in December. So he's, he bought about two months to prepare uh, for, for the tournament. Um, and, uh, you know, that's what, that's what he did during that time. So that's what you really, that's the lesson we learned there. Sometimes you just need to uh, take a step back. 
get a little bit of cushion, a little bit of breathing room, prepare uh, for, for that next battle, whatever's coming up. And that leads me into number eight. Trust your mentors. I'm sure everyone remembers wax on, wax off, paint the fence, sand the floor. Uh, Daniel questioned his mentor, Miyagi, Mr. Miyagi, every step of the way, right? Only to find out that the whole time he was learning karate. We often have teachers, coaches, bosses, mentors. They're there for a reason. Uh, They're there to guide us, to instruct us, to help us improve. And we need to trust them. We need to trust them. Now, sometimes that trust is misplaced. Uh, The the, uh, Cobra Kai's uh, sensei, John Kreese, guy was a total jerk, right? Uh, The Cobra Kai's trusted him, found out their trust was misplaced. But when you find a mentor who you trust, you need to truly trust them. Put your trust in them. Understand that you came to them for a reason. You're putting, you're giving them uh, the opportunity to guide you. Uh, trust that guidance. You obviously, they obviously know what they're talking about. Number nine, perspective. Things are not always what they seem. You may remember a scene in the movie where uh, Daniel's waiting outside of the country club for Allie to come out. They're going to have a date that night. And Johnny happens to be there. Uh, Johnny gets into a situation where he's dancing with Allie completely, uh, something Allie didn't want to do. So, uh, you know, during the dance, he sees Daniel looking in. Daniel sneaks in. He's in the kitchen. He's looking into the ballroom. And Johnny sees him out of the corner of his eye, and he reaches over and kisses Allie. Well, that's all Daniel needs to see. He jumps to conclusions. He knocks over the waiter, runs out of the place, makes a mess of himself, embarrasses himself. And the truth is he didn't get the whole story. You know, he did not know what had led up to that or what Allie did afterwards when she punched Johnny in the uh, in the face and then she ended up breaking her hand out of it, right? So things aren't always what they seem. Take a step back, get a little perspective, try to get all angles, try to get all the information, try not to jump to conclusions because uh, Daniel caused himself a whole lot of needless aggravation there and time away from Allie um, because he jumped to conclusions and didn't have the whole picture. Number 10. You can't learn karate from a book. This is early on in the movie, but Miyagi walks in and sees Daniel reading out of a book and uh, practicing his karate uh, while while looking at the book. And uh, Miyagi kind of makes a smart comment like, oh, learn karate from book, something like that. And um, yeah, that's true. I mean, obviously, uh, you need to sometimes read books to learn a little bit more about your craft, but the real learning comes in the doing. You know, you get a little bit of, of, of uh, information from books, but we get a whole lot of information from experience. Daniel didn't really learn karate until he sat down with Mr. Miyagi uh, and, uh, you know, went through the exercises and found out that karate was not always in your head, but it was in your heart. And Miyagi talks about that a lot uh, as he's teaching Daniel. And a lot of what we do, that's not just for karate, that's for everything. Um, whether you're in sales, uh, you know, if you're a, if you're a beautician, if you're a, a mechanic, you know, you you've obviously learned a lot in the classroom, but you learn more through the activity, right? What you do every day, um, and 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 embracing that. I've I've learned uh, there's there's a concept in the army. It's called the uh, after action review, and it's after you do something, you sit down and you kind of battle plan you know what what it was i expected the four steps are and i'm going to make a, a little more expand upon this in a future podcast but what were the four steps are basically what was supposed to happen what did happen why did it happen and what lessons can we learn from this and i started doing that on all my sales calls after the call uh, after i leave i kind of make some quick notes 
you know, what did I want to happen? Why didn't it happen? And uh, work from it that way because you don't learn these things in a classroom or from a book. Those are just, that's where you start. But you actually learn by doing. So uh, the lesson from the Karate Kid is you can't learn karate from a book. Number 11, there's always a silver lining. I did a whole podcast about this, but there's always a silver lining. And at one point in the movie, Daniel, when he throws his bike, he says, I hate this place. I hate this school. I hate this bike. Um, and, uh, you know, he didn't see any silver lining uh, to moving uh, from, from New Jersey to uh, California. But when you take a step back and look at the movie, there are a couple silver linings. Number one, he falls in love with Allie. All right. He meets, uh, you know, beautiful girl. He falls in love with her. And, uh, you know, he never would have met Allie if he stayed in New Jersey. Uh, at one point in the movie, he tells Mr. Miyagi, this, this little old man who barely speaks English, that he is the best friend that he's ever had. And then, you know, obviously, uh, you know, Daniel walks out uh, as champion of the All-Valley Karate Tournament, right? So there was a silver lining to everything that was going wrong in Daniel's life. He just had to kind of look for it. But in the end, we all saw it there. Look for the silver lining. Whatever's going on in your life, whatever adversity you're facing, whatever you're dealing with, there is a silver lining. Find it. Number 12, confidence is everything. Fake it till you make it. Take chances. Um, as Daniel's confidence elevated, so did his success. You know, and it's a chicken and egg situation. You know, do you have the confidence because of your success? Or are you a success because you're confident? Um, don't wait. Be confident right now. Uh, you know, you the confidence will come naturally as you gain success. But maybe you got to fake it a little bit in the beginning. People need to see your confidence. When people see that you're confident, they trust you. Um, and they'll help elevate you through your, your comeback journey, your success journey, all right? And number 13, fight. Stay in the fight. Keep fighting. Never give up. Never quit. I talk about this all the time. It's the theme of this podcast. It's the theme of my website. It's the theme of my life. You know, you got to hang in there. Daniel was getting beat down. If you remember the one scene, um, he's actually taken out. You know, they, they told him to... Uh, uh, to put him out of commission is what uh, the Cobra Kai was told. And, uh, and sure enough, that's what happened. He's back in the locker room. Uh, they're going to announce if he doesn't come out there in 15 minutes to fight, he's gonna Daniel's going to lose, and uh, Johnny's going to be crowned the All-Valley all champion uh, by forfeit. And, uh, yeah, that's, um, that's not how he wanted to go out. So he sits back there and he says to Mr. Miyagi, you know, is there anything you can do? And he remembered Mr. Miyagi the one time clapped his hands together, rubbed them back and forth, put the heat on uh, his injury, and uh, he asked him to do that again uh, because he wanted to get out there and fight. And uh, Mr. Miyagi said, there's no point. You know, you've proved it. You hung in there. And Daniel said, yeah, but these guys will never, you know, they'll always think they got the better of me, right? I need to get out there and fight. He wants to fight. He wants to stay in the fight. He wants to keep fighting. He never gives up. He never quits, even with his injury. And he's got a good explanation. Hey, you know, I, I couldn't. I couldn't continue to fight. Um, I was. I was. I lost by forfeit. Right. I didn't actually get beat. Now he. That's not acceptable to him because he's a fighter. He doesn't quit. So Daniel asked Mr. Miyagi to help him get back in the ring. And uh, yeah, he gets back out there and uh, hobbles out there and uh, he starts taking a beating again. Um, you know, the, the, the things he uh, was using in the earlier uh, matches weren't working. 
Johnny, the defending champion, was a little too good for Daniel. So he had to try something. He had to try. He had to go, like I talked about before, be creative, try something new, take a chance, right? So he tries the crane style, right? He never tried it before. Um, in fact, a few times he did try it uh, at the uh, beach there. didn't work out for him. But he tries the crane style. Uh, fast forward to uh, Karate Kid Part 2. That crane style didn't work too much uh, um, when he was fighting for the, to the death there. But uh, back up to the fight with Johnny. He tries the crane style, kicks Johnny right in the face, gets the point, wins the championship, walks out with the trophy. right? And how did that all happen? Because he fought. He stayed in the fight. He kept fighting. He never gave up, and he never quit. So those are the 13 lessons from the Karate Kid. If you've never watched the movie before, shame on you. But there's still time. There's still time. Get out there and do it. If there's other lessons that you learned from this movie, share them with us. Um, you know, I, uh, I worked on this list of 13, um, and uh, it was pretty easy for me to put together. I, I, you know, I'll admit it's one of my favorite movies of all time. I'm a big Daniel LaRusso fan. I'm a big Mr. Miyagi fan. I'm a big Karate Kid fan. And uh, I was happy to introduce this movie to my kids. And, uh, you know, like I said, these are the 13 lessons I got from the movie. But I'd love to hear uh, your thoughts. Share with me uh, your, your, you know, the biggest lesson you learned from this movie. Uh, I've been finding that more and more, and I've said this before, in life there are just so many opportunities to look for lessons. They're in movies, it's in songs, it's in, um, it's in everything we do. And I like to you know, share that with my audience. That's kind of what this podcast is all about, is uh, taking the lesson from the things that we do in our every lives to live the best life that we can live and to help you uh, on your comeback journey. So, um, yeah, I really enjoyed putting this podcast together. Uh, it actually went a little longer than I expected it to. I just kind of got in the rhythm of talking about things here. So, I uh, look forward to hearing back from you. If you listen to the podcast, go check out the the YouTube channel. Um, I'd really appreciate it if you uh, you know like the page, subscribe to the page, um, hit the notifications button. Um, you know, I'm not I'm not too good on the lingo there. I'm just kind of starting with YouTube. My daughters are really good with it, and uh, they'll help me they'll help me say this the right way sooner or later. But Subscribe and hit the notification button. I know that's the most important things to say. And uh, wherever you find this podcast, hopefully you'll comment, give me some feedback. I love to get reviews. I've gotten about three or four now of reviews on the uh, podcast uh, section of the Apple Podcast uh, app and a couple others. So uh, any feedback I can get is greatly appreciated. Anyway, uh, appreciate you joining me once again. Look forward to having you uh, to, to to getting here on uh, getting on here again at the next podcast. And until then, never surrender, never give up, never quit. Don't forget, tomorrow isn't promised, but today is. Get out there and make the very best of it. Your best days lie ahead of you. Thanks for listening to the Comeback Chronicles. If Bill has motivated and inspired you today, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and share it. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram by searching The Comeback Chronicles. If you want to book Bill as a speaker for your organization, email him at bill at billhigginsjr.net. Hope you'll come back for more inspiration from The Comeback Chronicles.